Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's do this show with it. <laughs> well, it's a warm feeling. It's really warm, safe feeling. <laughs> Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at uh, Show Creator Studio South. I'm Matt King, and I'm uh, here with my pal. This is Penn Sunday School, and here he is, preaching the love, Penn Gillette. Matt King, of course, meant brothers, sisters, siblings. Oh, that I yeah. He didn't do that. Bro- uh, he yeah. didn't do that. He's a lazy yeah, I, So I got to remember open hand. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to. Okay. Are you still? Uh, are you still uh, gendering in your show? Uh, no. You are. You got rid of all that. I, yeah. I just got complimented on that, and I was like, oh, I guess that's good that you can compliment me on it. But my ideal is. To have it not be noticeable. Invisible. At all. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm working yeah. on that too. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, um, I remember uh, remember Billy 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 Bob, the guy who did the drive-in movie reviews? Yeah, yeah. First time I met him, he was in my show, in my audience, and you were in the same audience. Oh, my Coincidentally. Coincidentally. And so he was like, oh, maybe I am in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> he would talk about how sports commentators... We're having to go around the block to say the one in the red trunks, the one in the blue trunks, and not say he just hit the black guy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sometimes find when I'm not pointing and trying to pick someone from the audience and I say, you in the blue top with the curly hair and a guy gets up, I say, no, 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 the woman, I want to say. But I say, no, no, one seat over. And if you really say i will not gender anybody on stage and i will not point it gives you a whole subtext of what you're doing during the yeah show. and uh, yeah and so there's one thing right now that i struggle with with a eight nine ten year old uh-huh. saying girl or boy i i yeah because like, you do that joke of when i was a little when i was a little girl when i was a little girl and uh, yeah so i do that joke and I'm like, somebody said, I don't know how much long you're going to be able to do that joke. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. No. And so. Uh, you should explain the joke first. So depending on the child, mm-hmm. if it's a, you know, did you ever go fishing when you were a little boy? Did you ever go fishing when you were a little girl? Whatever. And I say, my grandpa used to take me fishing when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had one person, but. Just a magician buddy of mine, Brian South, who and he said, I don't know how long you're going to be able to do that joke. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know either. So I had some person come up to me after the show and said, hey, you know what my favorite part of the show was? Like, no. It's a joke where you said that you were a little girl. I'm transgender. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel really welcome. I can see that. And I'm like, oh, that's an intro. It never even occurred to me. Yeah. That, yeah. So, yeah. That, so that was. I'd thought of that joke last time I saw your show and you did it. And I just went, that joke is really, that joke could actually be the opposite. Yeah. I, they, that hadn't occurred to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really sweet. So I was, I was excited going, maybe he's uh, stumbled onto something groovy here. Oh no. I'm just way ahead of everything. Oh, sure. You <laughs> but you know, we, we don't do, uh, we have never done a sex joke in our show. You know, we've never done a flirtatious joke in our show, which is very common in magic shows. Yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I always found it repulsive. You know, the, the the lowest of that is, what's your name? You know, Mary. Can I call you Mary? Yes, when what can time? can I call you? Yeah, yeah. So how low is it to imply that someone should reach into your zipper? I See, I think that that's a different level. <laughs> of My question is, yeah. uh, have you ever... Dubbed that with a man reaching into your zipper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great too, right? Uh, this particular time that I did it, uh-huh. no. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? What happened? Yeah. Uh, so I was doing some, uh, it was like the cricket club or something. I don't know. Some bunch of old rich white guys. Mm-hmm. And it was all men. Mm-hmm. 
like after dinner thing, and mm-hmm. they were drunk as shit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, drunk as skunks, so it'll rhyme. Drunk as skunks. I'm like, well, I'm going to try it. And then I saw a guy in a kilt. <laughs> so, so I said, oh, to myself. Uh, just to catch people up, you do a bit in your show where a car vanishes and reappears in your zipper. Yeah. And you pull on your zipper, you reach in, you pull the, you pull the car out repeatedly. Yeah. And then you ask the audience member if they'll reach in and grab the card. Correct. Yeah. There's only, yeah, it's, I, ostensibly the card is supposed to go to my pocket, but it keeps failing by going into my zipper, mm-hmm. the pocket of my jacket. Uh, and, but it keeps accidentally winding up in my zipper. That's the magic premise. That's the, that's the premise. And then, but the premise is that it's going to jump to my pocket. Sure. So now I say, okay, we're going to get this correct. You reach in there. No card. Yeah. And I said, well, there's only one other place it can be, implying, because my hands are bound together right. at this point, too, implying that they should reach in and take out this card. So I make the mistake, perhaps, <laughs> <laughs> of saying to the audience, uh, normally at this point, I would get a woman up for this next trick, but mm-hmm. they're, this is all men, so I'll do the next best, best thing. I would get this man in a skirt. <laughs> And he did not think that was funny at all. Uh-huh. Really mad. I mean, really genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. And his name was Hugh. And these drunk guys started going like, you know how somebody's name, when it rhymes with boo, uh-huh. they will start going, Hugh, Hugh. So the whole audience just picks that up. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. And so we get through the trick and he goes and sits down. But he doesn't go and sit back in his seat. He goes and stands off to the side. You, you still used him after you said that we'll use the guy in the skirt and he didn't look happy? Yeah. I mean, he was already on stage when I noticed he wasn't happy. Oh, okay. Uh, right? Or when I said that joke, maybe. I'd gotten him oh, up. Oh, I see. I'd gotten him up and he's standing next to me, right? So you don't want to do the joke. When no one can see, when he's sitting down. I know. I was. Have you thought about comedy at all? I, well, <laughs> you gotta, at to, this, for them to understand that at, even if the. At this point, see, I was, did not have my comedy hat on. I had my compassion for my friend Mac. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I got on. you. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> so Hugh comes up. I say, I say, uh, normally this would be, this trick would be done with a woman, but. I figured this was the next best thing <laughs> and not funny to him. Right. But even worse, funny to the audience, perhaps a little funny to the audience, further distressing him. Right. Yeah. And we finished the trick. He's a very reluctant participant, mm-hmm. no reaction other than disdain for any of the magic that happens. Mm-hmm. So then he goes and he doesn't go back to his seat because this is like in a big like meeting hall at their clubhouse, right? And so he doesn't go to his seat. He just goes on, stands off to the stage left where I can see him leaning against the wall, mad. (laughs) (laughs) Getting his shillelagh. Right? (laughs) So... uh, So I go do some other trick. I'm going to do, I think, aerial fishing. I'm going to do the fishing thing. And so I go out into the audience. And as I head toward the left side, he starts walking toward me. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. No, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. So he starts walking toward me. And the audience now is, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. So he gets, and he gets close to me and I think, oh, he's going to shake my hand, Uh but he doesn't. I put out my hand and he ignores it and chest bumps me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And now somebody gets up and escorts him out of the room. Oh. And now, the whole audience. So I get through the show just to make it more happy for me. Bill Hurst, the, my corporate agent is there. And uh, so I come off and he's laughing his ass off because <laughs> it's just so terrible. And then the uh, president of the club comes over and says, hey, we got Hugh downstairs and we're 
going to kick him out of the club. I'm like, no, you're not. Can't kick him out of the club. He just, he just maybe had a little too much to drink or he just didn't think what I, that I did. What I did was funny. You can't kick the guy out of the club because he didn't like a magic show. <laughs> so hopefully or there'd be no clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know whatever happened, but it was, it was very traumatic in the moment. Oh, so, geez. uh, why did we, oh, cause that's, so that's the only time I've done that. I've done the cloak of invisibility, the cards across. With usually I use with two men and two women, you know, mm -hmm. cause I usually try to get a newlywed couple. Mm -hmm. And so often there are and that's great. same set. Yeah. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Now, here's what I want to ask you. We used to strip naked on stage. Correct. And we get someone to examine and make sure we had nothing hidden under little Houdini. Right? Yeah. And we would have, uh, we ended up getting an older woman and like a man in his 20s to examine under our cock and balls to make sure we had. Which one of you picked which one? Teller picked both of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Teller picked, uh, usually gave the, uh, an older woman for him yeah. and a teenager, not teenager, 20, <laughs> yeah, 11 year old <laughs> <laughs> for me. Right. And the reason we started doing that was we first started doing the trick. Teller picked like a woman in her thirties. And what we realized was, uh, to a woman in her thirties, um, a, a naked man is nothing. I mean, nothing, right? This is what they- Oh, were, I see. So th she's not, there's no like, I, I, uh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, I shouldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, hesitance. Yeah, Because, yeah, yeah. you know, this is a person who uh, more likely than not last night was with a naked man in a room. Right. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. And we had one on stage that actually changed the tone of the trick by what I kind of say, is there anything under here? Uh, and I'm holding my, as the children would say, junk, you know, for her to look. She just grabbed my cock and balls just with her hands. Very comfortable. That's only one time that ever happened? We, we stopped using people like Oh, I see. And I she see, went, yeah. nice. Just yeah. pleasant. Yeah, she said, well, let's see. Oh, I believe we call that a, a taint. <laughs> she, was, she was just very pleasant. I mean, the idea of handling a cock and balls for her was nothing. It was like I said, are my hands empty? Right. I was like the actual joke, right? Right, yeah. And we said, clean. well, there needs she to be said, some show me the clean one. Some sort of, there had to be, there has to be a glitch, right? Yeah. There has yeah. to be a rhythmic glitch or there's no joke. Yeah. So what I always have wanted to ask you, okay, is have you ever had a woman on stage say, okay, unzip your pants and go in? Oh yeah, many. And I mean, more times than I can remember the, you know, yeah. the number. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Right? Yeah. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, and. And do they find the Fig Newton in there? There's no Fig Newton in there. Oh, that's right. You're palming it in. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about palming? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to go over there and chest bump you. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. Oh, uh, yes. So have we talked about this? I, I don't know whether. Wait, wait, let me just finish it. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. They grab your dick? They grab my dick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then how do you get from there to the Fig Newton? Palming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it depends on how long they're in there, right? And but, I mean, it's. So the other. I mean, it happened like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it was a woman who was happened to be sitting right in the front row and she had come up and so she unzipped my pants put her hand in she sits down and she's there and she's laughing and so i referred to it a couple of times during mm. the show at the end of the show uh the guinea pig mm. the audience wants this guinea pig to come back that i've eaten earlier in the show and so i start to unzip my pants and then i walk over to her because she's in the very front row uh. and so i do this guinea pig out of my pants hands off right wow. she comes up and unzips it and his little head pops out and it's great i mean it's fantastic i mean the like the audience is like it's like rock star I sort know. of yeah unbelievable so that was great <laughs> <laughs>
So it, yeah, that happens periodically. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, and when does that? Um, when they they so they reach in, they grab your dick. So there we are on stage in a Matt King family show. Right. <laughs> One o'clock or three o'clock uh, in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. Happy next caliber. <laughs> yeah. There's a new king. And she reaches in, she grabs your cock, she's holding it. And then what's the next beat in the routine? Usually what I say at that point mm-hmm. is because I, I, obviously, I want it to seem like it's never happened, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm laughing, mm-hmm. but I but but I also am genuinely delighted, and not because she's holding my dick, but because it's a great. What, what thing What do you for mean, not because she's holding you? Not, not solely because <laughs> she's holding my dick, but and as you become erect, right? <laughs> like Superman. <laughs> so I he's referring to the Godfather Superman uh, and not the DC yeah, comic right, Superman. Yeah. Well, the, or I always think of it as the Di Vernon Superman. Or I always think of it as the as the Johnny Thompson Superman. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they both saw it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I heard Vernon tell that story in the Magic Castle dining room really loud, <laughs> sitting at the table with him, I mean, and he's telling it. And yeah. He, you never talked about Superman on- Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure people understand. Yeah. He was a guy in Cuba yeah. who his whole act was he'd come out on stage, get hard, uh, naked, get hard, and come without touching himself. Right. That was the act. Yeah. Good yeah. act. Yeah. Fine act. Yeah. And, and so when, when you hear Vernon tell it- Yeah. You know, his voice, mm-hmm. he, you know, when he was older, rah, he had a really screechy old man voice and he was, you know, you know, and he would come into the audience. He would ejaculate over the, <laughs> into the audience. His cock would get soft and then he would bow and then he would walk off stage. They say he did it three times a night. <laughs> I only saw it twice. Mind you. <laughs> that's the that's the version I heard. Yeah, yeah. So he was pretty expert at and telling. And it's, it's written it's written about in the Godfather. Yeah, that's right. It's in the novel. It's yeah. in the novel, The Godfather, and they actually mention in the movie, yeah. but just in passing. Yeah. Okay, so, so go on. So, uh, so with, I'm trying to you make get it, a woman with a hand on a cock. You're yeah. Talking. So you're right. So she, and I'm trying to make it seem like the first time. Well, sure. And uh, so is she. It's so she, right? <laughs> like it's the first time. So uh, I'm, I'm. That would be such a great meet cute if you had met your wife that way, dude. Yeah. Do you know how I met my wife? No. That trick. You're kidding me. Nope. She didn't reach her hands in my pants. Ah. But uh, yeah, she was the volunteer from the audience. Her card was in my pants. Oh, good. Yeah. You just said, dude. I did say, dude. It was pretty great. I thought about it as soon as I said it, too. I'm like, I just said, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to make it seem like, you know, I'm acting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm acting. Like when it's, someone's holding your cock. And I'm acting. And you're acting. <laughs> and so I try as hard as I can to seem like I'm slightly embarrassed. Yeah. Right by the whole thing, right? Because if if it, if it seems like if I make I feel like if I make any movement or any joke or any body language like I'm really enjoying it or like I expected it to happen, then I become an asshole. Yeah. Right. So I'm uh, most of my show is me doing things and then trying to not come off as an asshole that somebody else who did those things would in fact come off as. Right. So uh, it's this thing that we talk about with Rickles. Right. Where if there's any animus behind it, yeah. It fails. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if or yeah, in this case I don't think it's animus that no, you're yeah, avoiding, yeah. but it's uh, intent yeah, maybe. Intent. And uh so uh whereas the only reason you got into magic was for women to grab your cock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that needs to be concealed at this point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why did you learn to play guitar? So, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, and I'll tell you, when after the show and I'm signing autographs, women grab my cock, very happy. Right. So, the line I usually say is, How red am I right now? Mm-hmm. And so that. That's, if you said the word hard instead of red. Yeah, how hard changed, am I right now? It's a different. Changes yeah. the tone. <laughs> and she so, says she doesn't find anything. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, 
that has happened too. There's nothing in there. I'm like, well, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I think it, I've seen that one happen twice. The, really? That she's reached in there. Yeah. Oh, see, it's more common than I think, but the, or you're just lucky. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's I mean. I don't, I wouldn't say it's common. I, I would say, uh, once or twice a year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Profiling, surveillance, data harvesting. There are a lot of things not to like about tech giants, but what can you actually do about it? When you rely on so many of their products, we don't all have $44 billion to go buying up Twitter. But the good news is you don't need to be a billionaire to take a stand. For less than $7 per month, you can join and fight back against big tech by using ExpressVPN. How do you think big tech companies like Twitter make all their money anyway by tracking your searches video history and everything you click on and then selling your personal data express vpn helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your ip address a unique identifier that every device has allows big tech to match your actual activities to you that's why i use express vpn which i do on all my devices to make it much more difficult for them to exploit my data for their own profits if you don't like big tech tracking you and selling your personal data for profit it's time to fight back visit express vpn.com slash pen right now to get three months of express vpn for free that's express vpn.com slash pen express vpn.com slash pen that's a good thing i always feel better when i'm searching around the things that i often search around knowing that uh i'm not being followed that easily there's a certain kind of extra privacy. Yeah. I've never used one of those. It's, is it pretty easy to? Real easy. Yeah. They yeah. made, they made them invisible yeah. now. And then you feel like, uh, you don't, you're not tracked and yeah. everything. It's so easy that you forget it's on sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So I guess I can't announce this yet because of a non-disclosure agreement, but that doesn't matter because I'm going to. All right, good. Uh, we are doing another season of Fool Us. Oh, sweet. Uh, in August, we'll be shooting it. And here's the bad news. 26 shows. And in the past, it's been? 13. Wow. 26 shows. So 26, 26 new bits. 26 brand new bits. So I told Hondro that. <laughs> He's like, okay, here's 30. No, well, Juice, 26. Actually, he did the opposite. <laughs> okay. Hondro said, call Chris Angel, forget my name. Oh, dear. <laughs> Andro said, you're going to die, and I don't want to die with you. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want no part of that. <laughs> so, Andro and I will, uh, I will do a full two shows in Spanish with Andro, then fly back to the U.S. and do 26 brand new shows of Fool Us. Sweet. Because Fool Us, you know, is wicked successful. Did you know that? It's like the most successful show on the CW. I did not know that. Yeah. I, you know, I assumed it was wicked successful. Yeah. We don't say that in Kentucky. But I'm always surprised. What are you saying? Uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use the word wicked? Uh, no, I don't think so. I it's, think that's a Northeast. It's thing. such a good intention. Yeah. No, it is good. Yeah. You have Dunkin' Donuts, though, don't you? Uh, yeah. But I mean, that, but that they came later. Krispy Kreme was the big donut. Well, Krispy Kremes, up. I will yeah. say, and I will lose my uh, New England, uh, my New England credentials. But Krispy Kreme are better than Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that's what we had every Sunday. We picked them up on the way home from church. Were they were they hot? Hot yeah. donuts? Oh yeah, hot now. Hot now, yeah. Yeah, that's a great sign. You should have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Eora, we... <laughs> eora caliente, caliente eora, caliente eora, hot now. <laughs> So yeah, my show's good. I'm happy. Has anyone come to the show because of my book random? 
I don't remember anybody saying about random. I mean, they, they come because of this all the time, because mm-hmm. of Sunday school. I have people almost daily mention, hey, you know, Penn talked about you on Sunday school. Yeah. So I get that almost every day. Someone uh, said to us, that uh, said to Moxie, they said to Moxie that they were, they saw all the magic shows in Vegas. They saw Chris Angel, David Copperfield, and Penn and Teller. And Moxie said, and Piff the Magic Dragon and Matt King and Matt Franco and Shin Lim. And they went, oh, no. She went, you, you, didn't, you didn't see the good magic shows in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't. And she said, I was so disgusted. <laughs> I said, well, Mox, you know, you know more about magic than other people. You know, but, but yes, Mox will be, um, do you, know this, oh, yeah. you know this guy, Cameron Young? I don't think so. Cameron Young, he was on Fool Us. He was on America's Got Talent. He's a good magician. He's a young magician. His name is Young. He was Moxie's magic teacher at camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tattooed cat. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Good looking guy. And uh, they get along very well. So every year, uh, Cammy, his name is Cameron, but called Cammy, he does Edinburgh and does very, very well. And about Three months ago, he called up Moxie from Scotland and said, uh, want to do a two-man show in Edinburgh? And Mox said, yeah, yeah, I would. I really would. So they're doing a show called Young and Moxie. Wow. And they asked us, could we use your red ampersand that's truncated at the bottom? And we said, certainly. And then they said, well, we're, we're going to be doing some stuff. And then Teller, because Teller is, of course, you know, essentially Mox's uncle or no godfather, whatever you want. He's family. I said to Teller, after said using the ampersand, Teller said, you know, they're playing a 66-seat theater in Edinburgh. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, you know what bit would be good in there? I said, what? He said, cups and balls with clear plastic cups. I said, oh, that's a, that's a signature bit of ours. And Teller went, yeah, I think they would do good with it. Wow. So I told Cammy and Moxie, you want to do the cups and balls, the clear plastic cups? And Cammy said, I believe that's the most famous magic trick in Scotland. He said, it's the thing we talk about with magic. And uh, Mox said, well, you know, my uncle and my dad said we can do it. And Cammy went, that's great. And they're going to tape his mouth shut. And I said to Mox, <laughs> there's a lot of work to do on this, you know. I said, the talking of it's really hard. And she said, well, I've heard you do it. I go, yeah, there's some rhythmic things you may not be aware of from the outside that on the inside. And I said, you're doing stuff on the offbeat. Your movement is not in direct sync with what you're saying. And I said, that, that's usually hard for people. The rhythms, it's a polyrhythmic thing that's going on simultaneously to give that the propulsion and give it that time. So we were out for our Valentine's Day supper, okay? And we're sitting with the, with the Eiffel Tower with the fountains in the background. And Mox and I are sitting and Mox has a red rose, you know? And we're sitting there. And if you were eavesdropping on the conversation, it was this. Take the first ball, pretend to place it in our hand. I've already stuck it in this first cup. Take the first ball, pretend to play, having, okay, having already snuck it underneath the first cup is one thought. We take the first ball, pretend to place it in our hand, have already stuck it underneath the first cup. Mox does that like three times. I go, now then you've got to do the French drop. She had no trouble with the French drop. I go, yes. But you can do the, half the French drop with Cammy doing the other half. And she goes, oh, how did, I said, well, that means you have to learn it all left-handed so the hands work out the right way. Oh, I, I, yeah. And then you say, take the second ball, simultaneously screen it beneath the cup, pretend it's in our hand and show it. Mox goes, that's a lot of words. I go, yep. And they have to be in that rhythm to go with the action. And then the third one is the hardest. Take the last ball, pretend it's in our hand, pretend it's in the cup, pretend it's in the cup, and then secretly screen and reveal it. It has to be and uh, I said it's not a very long script, Mox, but it's some work, and you have to do it left-handed. No, oh, by the way, you juggle in the middle. So you got to learn to juggle. 
So there's some work to do. She can't juggle three balls. Nope. Thought, oh, really? I thought she learned that. Already. No, no. No. All right. And the show is selling very well. It's already on sale. We did a nice little promo for where Moxie comes up to us and says, I'm all ready for the show. And I say, Mox, this is the Penn and Teller Theater. This is where your father and your uncle do their show. This is not where you do the show. Get out of here. Go to Edinburgh. Do a show with Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she's doing, you know, stupid, the thing I do with the, the rope in my ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing that. And cups and balls. And then a couple things of her own, this peanut butter trick she, she worked out on her own. And then Cammy's doing some of his stuff. And they're doing a little thing through it of the teacher and the student going through. And they're doing a 70-minute show 63 times at Edinburgh in August. Wow. Over how long? Over over a month. Wow, it's like three shows a day. It's yeah. You know, it's Edinburgh. I don't know if you you've never. I've done never that. been. No, me neither. I'd I'd like to go. I'd like to to hang out. I'd also. I mean, I don't know why, but I've always kind of wanted to do a, a little run there, but yeah. I've never. Brand new stuff. All new stuff. All my Check all, all my new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. You can imagine how excited I am that Mox is going to end. Yeah. And I sent out a little tweet, and people were like, oh, I got to go see Moxie Gillette. Yeah. And uh, Mox is uh, fearless. Have you, have you ever seen Mox perform? Nope. I mean, she's not, done not some stuff for, you know, like card tricks at your house or in the dressing room or whatever. She's no, just not afraid that. to talk. Yeah. She talks on stage, and she keeps talking. I wonder where she learned that. Right. <laughs> but she's good. She's getting good. So, uh, and Cammy's already great. Cammy's already done like three Edinburgh shows and one like, you know, Britain's Got Talent stuff. So uh, I, I think it'll be great. Uh, he says, you know, he sold out his other Edinburgh runs without mocks. So this will be, be good. Great. And uh, I'm trying. I mean, I have to. I think I have to do 26 shows of Fool Us, do the last take, get in a plane, fly to Edinburgh, see Mox's last show, turn around, fly back, and start at the Penatella show at the Penatella Theater. So if you want to see me looking and feeling my best, well, come, to that. <laughs> come, come, to, come to that first show in September. So you know how much I care about that. And uh, you know what a thrill it is to have uh, have my teenager doing magic. You know, it's just like no one no one gets that lucky. You know. Yeah. No, my daughter. She she has she has one card trick in her repertoire, uh, and it's only to meet boys. Mm -hmm. uh, it's that divernon trick, the emotional reaction oh, yeah. where you hold somebody's wrists and they go yeah, through the cards. And hold so, their dick. Or you can hold their dick. Yeah. yeah. And it's just. <laughs> and like, it, yeah. Oh, I'm getting a sense. <laughs> it's a it's a key card to dick grab. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she might do it more. <laughs> where'd we have, where'd we meet this woman or hear about her? There was a woman that had, did no magic at all. But her dad was a magician, and she did a perfect classic force. That's for me. That was you? Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that. I was working at a nightclub, and I supplemented my DJ and stuff with magic tricks. Mm -hmm. She saw the trick, and she said, here, let me show you something. She took the deck of cards and did the classic force like 12 times in a row. I had no idea it was happening. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was the only thing she knew. Perfect. Only thing to know is really, really hard. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's just fabulous. So Edinburgh, Scotland. So she's going. Yeah. And before that, because she lives this rarefied life, a friend of Emily's is renting an entire hotel in Saint-Tropez, which is in France, Right. I believe that to be the case. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to. Have you ever been to? Saint nope. I've never been to no San Tropez. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Our two accents come out. I've never been to San Tropez. How about you, Mac? Nope. I ain't never been there. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they said, 
Well, if uh, if if Cammy and Moxie want to come the end of July to Saint Tropez, we'll put them up if they want to do their show for the guests of the hotel as many times as they want. Wow, sweet! So they're going to go there for a few days and, and practice, and practice for fun, for free at Saint Tropez. A vacation. Oh, that's great! Yeah, they're doing well. They're doing well. My daughter doesn't get that. Going to Saint Tropez to yeah. do to do magic stuff. She just got an internship at the Whitney, though. That, that's as good as that. Yeah, it's about the same, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty big deal, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, art and shit, right? Yeah, art and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Which, I don't know much about art. <laughs> How about you, Mac? <laughs> nope. Man, I don't know nothing about no art. <laughs> I'll go, I said the word pen with too few syllables. Yeah, pen. <laughs> well, the way Trace Atkins said it was just pen. Oh. Simply pen. Like with an I almost. Yeah. yeah. Not almost. Yeah, Not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pen. Yeah. Pen. He just said pen. Yeah. Is that the way you naturally say I it? I think it would be probably, yeah, pen. Yeah, yeah, pen. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing my venue in a couple months. Is he really? Say hi. He's like a war buddy, you know, having been <laughs> right? Celebrity Apprentice together. Yeah. Right. But he had ice cream, too. He had ice cream, except his ice cream was terrible. Oh, it was? I don't remember what his was. Yeah, he did I don't some, remember what yours was either. But uh, Well, mine was, um, I don't know, either. <laughs> no, mine was sea salt, and it was really good. It was really ah. good. And uh, people still ask me about it. They'll come over and say, yeah, the ice cream is great. But you know, it, uh, Donald Trump fucked Walgreens because they wanted to sell my ice cream in, per in perpetuity. <laughs> and, uh, so it had salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. And Trace Atkins was awful, right? Yeah. So they thought since I'd sold, what, five times that he sold and did all the tasks perfectly, they thought I was winning. So they'd set up all their marketing oh. to keep going with my flavor, right? Which was called Magic Swirtle, right? Salt and pepper Swirtle. <laughs> Magic Swirtle. <laughs> they were going to keep going with it, right? And then Donald Trump, because I said I wouldn't support him for president, decided to pretend that Trace Adkins won, right? So NBC and Walgreens were already making the deal to go on with my ice cream while the show was going on live. And then Donald Trump says, out of the blue, Trace Atkins won and Penn didn't. And uh, they were angry because they were already getting the ice cream made <laughs> wow. and doing, you know, Celebrity Apprentice winner ice cream, Magic Swirtle, Penn Gillette. I had actually, and this was secret, of course, posed for the pictures. Wow. And then it destroyed the whole thing and they tried to sue Donald Trump and it was just Has uh, anyone ever sued Donald Trump? Yes, uh, all the time. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just like me thinking the fig nude was in your pants. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I I pomaded pants. But I was following the whole uh, the whole <laughs> It's very deceptive. What's great about that routine? and it is fabulous, is the fact that you've got time in there to show your hand empty after they've learned your palming. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's the great, I mean, that's all great magic has that in there. Has it so that you... Yeah, so there's cancellation of other methods yeah, and yeah. various, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so good the way it's done in that, in that routine. It's just so, one of the reasons you are the best comedy magician there is. Oh, I'm so glad I got up and did this today. One of the reasons. <laughs> One of the reasons. There are other reasons. There are other reasons too. But you know, Piff had someone come to his show because of random. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I haven't had that yet. He said they were reading random and in the book where they, I guess they were listening to an uh, audio book while driving to Vegas, right? And the characters in the book are going to meet Piff at Piff's theater. And as they were driving in, they went, well, Let's go. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, it, 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 I'm, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but no one has mentioned that yeah. after the show, as far as I remember. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, we came, because it's sometimes just, we came because Penn told us to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, I do that. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I just say, go to see that show. 
I, 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 I recommend your show without any um, caveat. I recommend it to everyone. You know, whether it's families, whether it's professionals, whether it's anybody, I just say, see Matt King in the afternoon, see see, uh, see Piff in the evening, and then everyone else that is a show in town, there are caveats. Right. And there's only one that the caveat is, do not see this no matter what. It will ruin your life. Yeah. And, uh, and that's you on certain days. Right. That's me on Wednesday. <laughs> that's right. you. I said, if there's a kilt in the audience, <laughs> no, no, that's the one you want to be at. <laughs> so yeah. Chest, chest. Boom. Yeah. 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 That's just some sort of animal thing, right? Yeah. No, it's some sort of a, yeah. Horrible male. It seems male, right? I don't know of any, but anyway, it's just some sort of horrible act of aggression. I believe you can't, you, you know, you, it's. It's more acceptable than punching you in the face, but it's, you know, it's the same attitude. Yeah. I, I believe you can see women chest bumping on Pornhub. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the same aggression. I don't think it is. No, it's a very different thing than, than Mac and Hugh. And of course, with your name being Mac, Mac and Hugh have probably lived that out over centuries, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those exact names. Mac and you. <laughs> oh, dear. You poor baby. So what do you got coming up? You just gonna, he's just jamming out the shows? Doing some, yeah. I uh, Bill Hurst just got me with the, one of the great practical jokes. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm doing like a Passover party. Mm -hmm. And so he made up a letter from this woman about the things I could not do. Uh-huh. And it was like. Uh, nothing can come out of your mouth. That's very disrespectful. No one can sign their name. You can't do any tricks with money. Uh, you can't open any packages of food. Oh, that's funny. I mean, uh, unbelievable. All these things that, that this person had asked that I'd not do. And they're all like, I'm like, I, I'm like, Bill, I, I don't think I, I think you got to get somebody else. I don't know. What <laughs> so, and it, I mean, he's drug it out for a, a, more than a week. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He had guys writing an email, writing emails, saying, "Okay, here's what, uh, uh, here's what I th understand uh, this particular orthodoxy." Right, and of course, you have you're from Kentucky, and I don't have anything so, to compare so, it to. So, as far as you're concerned, Jews might as well be pandas. <laughs> for, for, for how would you know? Well, about I mean, that? I, I have some, I had some Jewish friends growing up, but no, like real Orthodox. There's Jews. no Jews in Kentucky. Uh, no, in the when I was in the fifth grade, uh -huh. our teacher brought in another teacher so that we could all who happened to be Jewish, mm -hmm. so that we could all see. A Jew. Really? Yes. Yeah, unbelievable. So that's, yeah, that's how it was in my fifth grade. Yeah, we had one family in, in our town. Yeah. And See, the thing is, we, I believe, had the identical upbringing. Because Western Massachusetts and Kentucky are exactly the same. People think Massachusetts is Boston. Right. But Western Massachusetts is essentially Kentucky. You know, everybody had gun racks, right. and you know, and it was beards and flannel shirts and gun racks. Right. That's what the whole time growing up was. Yeah, that's right. Same, same for me. Uh, so yeah. So initially there, he said, uh, you know, we've asked, I've asked so-and-so to write a little email explaining, you know, the various things. And it was, so it was some mild little things, but they, it was all directed at me. There sure. were like 10 people in on this thing. Oh, that's fantastic. unbelievable. And so the, uh, the first email, I'm like, do, do you know if all, I'm, I'm like, call Bill and said, do you know, like if all of these things apply to this particular show, just, <laughs> I, I don't know, I'll check. And so then he made this letter from the woman and it was, and it was, it wasn't just that, you know, these restrictions, it was like, uh, it's, you know, the guy who's in charge of this party loves magic and, uh, we have magic every year. Uh, Two nights, it's a three-night event. The first night, we've got uh, a magician who we've had uh, the last three years. He's going to do a show. And then uh, we've got, during all the dinners, there's two close-up magicians walking around. And then uh, a treat for everybody, the guy who's in charge of this event. 
His son has been learning some magic, so he's going to do a 15-minute show right before you. <laughs> and then after the kid's done, uh, he will announce that the dessert buffet is open, and then he'll introduce you. <laughs> all, these th- <laughs> all these things that just, you know, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, he, he, he's, and he's very funny, so he'll probably tell a few jokes before you're... <laughs> And there's this guy who's in part of every magic show. You you need to get him up, and uh, and, oh. and Larry, who's been to your show in Las Vegas, not guy's name, not Larry, whatever, uh, who's been to your show. Uh, he says it's about ninety minutes, and this was after all these restrictions. And I'm like, I'll be lucky to do nine minutes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so so then I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. And he says, I let me think, let me. And then he emails me another thing. He says, I was talking to, uh, I forget who he said, but I was talking to another magician and, uh, we, I know you have, have done these tricks in the past. And it's like, you know, maybe you could do Losander's floating table. <laughs> and then and, you know, <laughs> it's like a list of 15 tricks that like, I, you know, that I would never, <laughs> never do. And you could you know, ask Nick Defat if you can juggle the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, you know, it's like a uh, needle through balloon, but you should, let's make sure you can use something sharp. <laughs> Or let's make sure you can use a needle because they had asked you not to use anything sharp, like negating scissors, right? right. I shouldn't cut anything. <laughs> it's like crazy. So it was fantastic. And how did he, uh, how did he, uh, how did he, uh, uh I told him uh, after he sent me that letter with all these trick suggestions, I'm like, I think this is bullshit. I'm like, is this bullshit? He said, no, what are you talking about? Four tickets for Saturday for so-and-so. I'm like, I'm not talking about what the comps you asked me about. <laughs> I'm talking about this show for the Passover group. And he goes, why, why would you even think that? <laughs> I'm like, well, I just, I mean, I just don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so he finally let me off the hook. <laughs> but it was like a week of me fretting about what I was going to do for these people. <laughs> Well, art thrives in its limitations, man. Right? That's what people say. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. And I want to point out again that uh, if you are near Indianapolis, Milwaukee, or Akron. Oh, yeah. This weekend coming. The Fooler's up, Tour. The Fooler's Tour, which I think is going to be great. I think it's going to be a really great show. Matt, uh, Matt Donnelly took the big closer trick that Hondro gave us. And he did a version of it alone in his show and said, um, he said it was the first night out. First night out is never good. I was really sloppy and it was the best reaction I ever got to anything I've ever performed. Wow. Now, you don't find this to be the case? I've had this discussion with Joel Hodgson. Yeah, I know. Joel thinks the first time you do it, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's right too. I think both those things are true. Yeah, <laughs> because you have the energy. Yeah, but you don't have the skill. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then the second time is always the worst. Well, that's always true. Yeah, right. That's yeah. always true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sophomore slump is real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to? You want to? First time, fiftieth time. Right. Yeah. 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 Because it's not just the second one that's bad. It's the third and the fourth yeah. and the fifth and the sixth. Yeah. And then you start discovering stuff you didn't know could go wrong, can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's all I care about. <laughs> really? Oh, that can screw up. Yeah. That was something. I didn't even think that could screw up, but that can screw up. And it's bad when it does. Yeah. Or that can screw up and that, wow, that's better that way. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, I didn't have to worry about this. That's the other thing. Because it's never, that's never the problem with the trick that you think it's going to be. Right. Oh, the force is no problem. It's that they didn't know I was talking about it. You know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. They didn't know what the trick was supposed to be. Right. That's yeah. the problem. They have no idea what the effect I was going <laughs> for. <laughs> but I want to say again, Young and Boxy at Edinburgh. 60-something shows. Yeah, a bunch of shows. They're going to sell out, so get your tickets. It'll also There's be- only like, I mean, it's small, right? So 50, you got to, yeah, so... 50, 50. 
Chances of selling out are very good. Very good. Very, very good. And they have to go out and fly her on the street and all that stuff. It's going to be hard work. Yeah. A lot of hard work. Yeah. I'd like to attend. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you go to Edinburgh with me. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. For one night only. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That'd be fun to fly over there and see that show. It would be fun. I've never been to no Edinburgh. <laughs> I've always kind of wanted to have a show there. I've also kind of wanted to have a, like a, a little off-Broadway run. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think neither of those will be realized in my lifetime. I got a job. Almost certainly won't be realized after your lifetime. Although oh, yeah. a one-man Mac King show off-Broadway could happen. When I'm dead? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Howdy. <laughs> Mac King tribute. Done by Nick the Fat or some bullshit. <laughs> and that was Bed Sunday School. Cha cha cha. You become naked. I love the idea. Couldn't cut anything. Couldn't put anything in your mouth, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Couldn't open food packaging. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all stuff we believe from oh, religious yeah. cult. Yeah. 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 It'll allow you to open food packaging. Okay. <laughs> You know we love you. You got anybody to thank there, uh, Matt Donnelly? Thanks go out to all the people who support us over at patreon.com slash pen. Fabulous members of our congregation like Placida Scott, Damian Martin, Adam Luce is happy to hear Teller is on the mend, Timo Tehoff, Mark Pickenheim, Scott Kelly, Kelly M., Adam Burzens, Matthew Applehands, Fractured Adventures, Carlos Alvarez, Nicholas Emerson, Michael Cornwall, Ross Devereaux, Rue Dudley, Ryan Matthews, Jeff Bacher, Impossibilities Magic Show in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Michael Torbay, Ilan Lee, Jacob McCulley, Nicole Martin, Crazy Cat Lady Scoop, Nick Hemsing, Music Man, No Thank You Daddy, Rachel Hawkins, Jake Schneider, Pete Penn Says, We're the Same Guy, Hoke, Kelly McCauley, Robin Garnett, Tom and Julie Lynn, Perrin married us eight years ago, but we're not stalking him, Ovi Dimitrian Jr., Jeremy R22, Winter Weirkowski, Kristen Kladick, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scooplittle, Joe Mastrangelo, Jeremiah Jenkins, Matt the Mindler upcoming shows at mindnoodler.com, including shows at foolerslive.com. I threw that last one in myself. Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Shane Magruder, Steve Volcano, Jim, the now 24 yearly performances naked magician, Scooped Mids, and Paul McBride. Thank you all so much. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.